Broadcasting live from our Columbia, Maryland headquarters, they are founders of Hard Money Bankers, REI360, and are international bestsellers with their book, The Whiteboard. Here are Jason Balin and Chris Haddon. Hey guys, it's Jason with REI360 and hardmoneybankers.com. I got a great guest today that I want to introduce you to. His name's RJ Breeden from the Breeden Group of Remax Sales. RJ is one of the leading real estate agents located in Baltimore, Maryland. RJ, say what's up to everybody real quick. Thank you guys. Hello. <laughs> so the reason I wanted to get RJ on the show today is RJ is in the process of growing a team. Well, actually, he already has a real estate team. And as we all know, there's a big difference between being a one man or one woman real estate agent and actually having a full on blown team with business staff and things like that. Uh, there's a lot of differences in your day to day operations, the tasks that you do. Everything that you do as a one-man one man band is, is just different than you have a team with employees and, thing, and things like that. And I want RJ to discuss that a little bit uh, with you in a, in a second. But the big question is to ask yourself as you're watching this video, does it make sense for you to actually grow a real estate team or be a one-man operation? There's no right or wrong answer, and that's up to you to kind of determine. So uh, RJ, again, thank you for being on the show. Welcome. Uh, if you don't mind, can you tell us a little bit a background about yourself and kind of how you got into real estate? Yeah, absolutely, Jason. So uh, I got into the real estate business about six years ago, uh, coming from the hospitality industry. Uh, I was formerly a bartender. Uh, I worked my first two years in the bar business, uh, which and also uh, selling real estate full time. But until I had a positive cash flow or a steady stream of income coming in, uh, you have to do what you have to do to make uh, ends meet. So. Uh, fast forward six years. Uh, here I am now uh, with Remax Sales. Uh, I have a uh, well-orchestrated uh, full-service real estate team. Uh, I have uh, four agents that work for me and a full-time assistant. Nice. Yeah, exactly. That's. I mean, and that and that's a really good progression over, you know, only six years. How long were you a one-man operation for? So I was a one-man operation for three years. Uh, and my business really started to pick up about my third year. Um, how I base my business is upon uh, referrals. Uh, it's a good foundation. Um, so instead of uh, hunting for the next deal, uh, I like to think of myself as a farmer and I go out there and plant seeds, uh, which hopefully then turn into trees and then the, the trees actually you know, are plentiful. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of how I look at things. Make, make, make sense. And, and so when did you actually bring on that first employee and then who was your first hire? Okay, so uh, year three, uh, I hired a full-time assistant. Uh, her name is Rose Helsley. Uh, she's been with me for three years now. Um, I, you know, I, I tell the story often, um, but I lost three deals. Uh, it was the uh, month of April. And when I say I lost three deals, these were qualified buyers that were given to me and or sellers. They were at the top of my list, and by the end of the day, they fell to the bottom of the list, and then they were never contacted the next day. Hmm. And you know, that's when I looked at my business or my real estate <laughs> career, and I said, wow, uh, I just lost a substantial amount of income. It's Now it's time to make the hire. So there was a fear there of, of paying a full-time assistant, uh, but then I lost three deals, and there was no fear of me losing the deals, and I lost them. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, that, 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 that would have paid for that would have paid for that person anyways, potentially for the whole year. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, I hired uh, Rose. Uh, she's been with me. Uh, she's my right hand. Um, so uh, I like to think of myself as I shake the trees and I've hired my weakness and she catches everything and she organizes it for me on a daily basis. And she keeps me on task and on point. Um, to really, you know, hit my goals on a daily basis and, you know, keep me on track and keep me focused and, and more importantly, hold me accountable at a high level. So, yeah, I, and that I, was year three. Yeah. And I think that seems to be the right, the right time to do it. And, you know, a lot of people, a lot of business owners, real estate agents, doesn't matter what industry you're in as a small business owner, that's kind of what you learn when you missed out on an opportunity. That's kind of a, a, a fat, you know, a, a aha moment of, you know what, I really need help. And I remember back in the day when my business partner, Chris, and I, you know, we were doing everything. I mean, we have about 10 people in our operation right now, but we were cutting checks by hand with no software, answering all the phones, doing everything. And our first uh, hire was, uh, it, it was kind of an admin position, but then it turned into like an accounting and a bookkeeping position just to kind of hold down the fort. So if we weren't in the office, you know, money was still flowing in cor correctly. We weren't missing out on opportunities. So I, I'd agree that's usually the, the first good, good hire. W what was kind of next? Like, why did you decide to turn into a team? Because obviously with one admin, a lot of real estate agents have an admin in place, either an, a licensed or unlicensed agent that kind of helps with the daily day operations. But kind of what was the next step related to why you decided to take it to the next level and get agents under you and grow your team? So the reason why I wanted to go to the next level and uh, you know, hire some buyers agents was because uh, I was dedicating a lot of time to working with buyers, working with sellers. I was getting pulled in so many different directions that not only was it not fair to my clients, it wasn't fair to me. Um, so with that being said, uh, I hired my first buyer's agent and then that buyer's agent turned into another buyer's agent. So we have three buyer's agents on my team currently. Uh, they work, they specialize in working with the buyers. It's their responsibility to know the areas, to know the inventory. Um, they need to be the experts in their craft or in the industry, uh, from contract to close, you know. Um, but, you know, and it's really, you know, the home buying process is, is an exciting time for the home buyer. Sure. So they need somebody that's going to be dedicated to them and working with them. And, you know, as your business picks up and as your business grows, uh, I think it's difficult, you know, when you when you're trying to produce at a high level, uh, you know, to keep things organized and to be dedicated to your clients, and that's very important. Have you had the challenge that you've had to overcome in the past of, hey, RJ, I'm working with you because you're the man and I want to work with you. Why are you pawning me off? And maybe that that's not the right word, of pawning me off. But, you know, why why are you making me work with a buyer's agent when? you're the one I want to work with. Like, have you had that challenge as, you, as you've grown and how did you overcome that? Absolutely. So uh, I'm, how I base my business is I get quality buyers and quality sellers. Uh, and with that being said, uh, normally I have a good working relationship with them. So when uh, I first got into the business and hired my buyer's agent, uh, I was just saying, hey, go meet XYZ, my buyer's agent at the property. And they were showing the property to them. And I lost about three to five clients in the process. Uh, and I said, there has to be a better way. There has to be a better way. And with that being said, I reevaluated my business. And now we bring all our buyers 
into the office. We do a buyer's consultation. We go over the home buying process. Uh, I have a, a home buying binder. And, and we really qualify the buyer at that point to see how serious they are. And at that time, uh, the buyer specialist that's going to be dedicated to working with them uh, will actually be there and be present. So it's the golden handoff. It's a warm handoff, and it works extremely well. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think for all real estate agents uh, that are considering growing a team out there, they really need to listen to that again. Because I talk to a lot of real estate agents on a regular basis, and I'm always like, you're too big to be a one-man band. You're just doing too many deals. You're missing out on, on opportunities. And they're always like, well... I'm the brand. People are buying from me because it's me. I'm scared if I bring on somebody else that I'm going to lose business and they're not going to get um, the same quality of service. And I mean, that's a little bit of baloney because every business as they grow, you know, you, you need to have, you, 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 you kind of grow together. And if you set proper expectations, and I like the fact that everyone comes in and it's, hey, I'm RJ. This is so-and-so. This is so-and-so. We work as a team. We're collaborating as a group. You know, if you write a contract on a property, even if um, you know, this buyer's agent did it. I'm aware of that. And if something goes wrong, I'm stepping in. I, I know exactly what's going on. We're all a part of the, all part of the team. They may be doing some of the heavy, heavy lifting keystrokes or whatever the case is, but we're all part of it. And we all make the decision together uh, because they're, you know, they're buying you as the brand and they're trusting that, you know, you're involved in the process, which you are. And I mean, that's the right way to do it. So I, I think that's a powerful to, for other real estate investor, other real estate agents to understand of don't worry if someone else is doing stuff. I mean, you're never going to be able to grow <laughs> into a team if you, have yeah. to do, if you have to go to every home inspection, if you have to go to every listing appointment, if you have to go drive around every property, there's no way to replicate yourself. So you do the, the next best thing, which is, you know, create a sphere and a team around yourself. So right. A hundred percent. I can't agree with you more. And you have to trust the hires that you're hiring. Yeah. That's the, that's the main thing as well. And, and my guys and my girls are in the office on a daily basis, and we communicate on a daily basis. And I can probably pick up any folder at any given time and, and see where we are in the transaction or know where I am in the transaction uh, at a blink of an eye or an email, really. You know? So uh, that's very important. But I think you, know, you, you have to be willing to grow. And you know, there's going to be some growing pains, but ultimately it's for the better, I think, of one, your client, and, and two, your, yourself and your business. Yeah, you put the right people in place, you put the right process in place, and mm -hmm. your product is selling yourself. He's it, already working. So what, what do you think is the biggest challenge so far? And, I mean, I could tell you as, a, as an entrepreneur and owning businesses, at Hard Money Bankers for 10 years now, we have, you know, little problems and big problems, and they come in, they come up every day. And, you know, you know, the, the stronger person is the one who knows how to deal with them the right way. Like, what's one challenge that, you know, you've had as growing a team? And I'm sure you're going to have a bigger challenge than this in the future. But as of right now, like, what's one challenge? Uh, my, my biggest challenge, I would say, is my expectations are so high for my team. And I want success so bad for them. Uh, ultimately, probably more so than they want it for themselves. And they want it for themselves very high, you know. Um, but, you know, I like to be the first one in the office and the last one to leave. Um, and in the real estate business, I think it's very easy to, you know, come in and give 75% and be successful in it. Uh, you know, and the, the, the agents that are giving 100% every day, they're, they're ultimately successful. And it shows. It shows by their, their, their work ethic shows in their production level. 
So I would say that's the biggest challenge is, is, is kind of understanding that everything, everyone's not built like me and I'm not perfect. Um, but the, what, what I do have is I believe I have that hustle, uh, you know, and you, that's something you can't teach in some people. Um, you either have it or you don't, you know, and it, it's like, well, it's like with professional athletes almost as well. You know, yeah. you either have it or you don't. Yes. Yeah, so, so yeah. So your challenge is, you know, being like, give me 110%, give me 115%. I'm doing it. Why can't you? And, and I guess overcoming that is realizing that, you know, you, you, you figure out kind of what's suitable for the average person or whoever's running that position. And as long as they can accomplish that, Hey, you're, you're happy. So I yeah. think it makes sense. Yeah, 100%. And, and, and that's what it is. You know, if your head's not in the game that day, don't come to the office. Yeah. If you have some personal things going on, take care of them, you know. But when you come into the office, treat it as a business. Yep. You know, it's very, you know, people get in this in this business to be their own boss, uh, which is great. Most of them are terrible at it. Yeah. Um, and with that being said, I want people that on my team that get into this business to to help people, and, you know, and real estate 95% of the time should be a positive transaction, yeah. you know, uh, unless you're de dealing with the death and divorce, you know, uh, you know, that's the only negative time I see. Biggest, you know, biggest transaction that most people ever have in their lifetime. And one of the, you know, the most dollars and cents of any transaction, financial transactions they ever have. And, um, and, and, and all very good points. And, you know, part of this is for, you know, our viewers to, to determine if, Running a real estate team or being a one-man operation is right for you. And there's, and like, like I said earlier, there's, there's no right or wrong. Real estate, being a real estate agent or broker, real estate investor is similar because you know you could do a few transactions a month or a year and make a good living as a one-man operation and not have much response. You know, have a crazy workload or crazy responsibility. Now, if you're a one-man operation, you're doing everything. You're going to every home inspection. Um, you, you know, your workload is all transactional stuff. And then the other, the other side, if you create a team, all of a sudden, you know, your business, not necessarily, you know, doing transactional real estate anymore. It's managing your employees, um, working with your employees, doing visionary activities, doing marketing things and things like that. So all of a sudden your day-to-day -day tasks are changing and some people may want that. Some people may not. And there's, again, there's no right or wrong. Um, so let me ask you a, a, a question. Can you walk us through what, in your mind, you believe is a productive day? <laughs> uh, any day that we have a settlement is productive. <laughs> um, but uh, ultimately, uh, I, I get into the office about 9 a.m. every day uh, at this point. Uh, and with that being said, uh, I, I communicate with my assistant. We go over what our tasks are for the day, where we are at in the transactions. Um, I write five personal note cards and I write... Uh, Five, excuse me, I write five personal note cards and I make five direct phone calls to people in my database on a daily basis. Good stuff. Um, and that's, I, I try to build that personal relationship or that personal touch. So uh, with that being said, Baltimore County Schools are going back in session today. Uh, I'll call a couple of my clients to see how their first day uh, of school was. And it's just an opportunity to touch base, get in front of them. Yeah, I say get in front of them, but be on the forefront of their mind and let them know that I'm thinking about them and their family at this time. Uh, and it doesn't need, it's not even real estate related. Um, and then with that being said, uh, you know, I normally try to have one lunch appointment a day uh, and then any afternoon appointments uh, with home inspections, uh, stopping by, to, you know, I say get details on a property or upcoming listing. Uh, meeting appraisers. I think it's important to meet appraisers in the process of the transaction. 
um, and or, you know, uh, you know, if an investor or a seller asks me to come by their neighborhood or check on their property. So I'm doing admin or internal stuff uh, of the business for mostly from about 9 to 12 every day on a daily basis. And then from there, we go out into the streets and we, uh, you know, I say hit the streets yeah. uh, with open houses, brokers, opens and things like that. Yeah, I like to call it like transactional stuff and growth stuff. You know, you're inside, yep. you're inside the business, you know, half the day holding down the fort, making sure current transactions are good. And then the other half, you're doing growth activities and making sure you grow the activities. And I love what you said related to hitting up your, you know, your sphere of influence and your database. I mean, every day I got people coming into my office asking, how do I raise capital? How do I do this? I don't know this person. It's like, hit up the people you know. You already know people. Um, I mean, mm -hmm. our, bi our business, our lending company is, f is fueled just by sending out emails to our database every day. <laughs> we have everybody. Mm -hmm. we, we need to hire somebody. We send out an email to our database and somebody, and somebody knows somebody. You know, we need right. this. Send it. You know, you, you hit up the people you know. You need more loans or you need more properties to sell. Call your existing clients. You know, whatever the case is. And that's what it's I there. Couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. That's the foundation of my business. And you get these agents out there and it's no knock to them, but they're chasing expires. They're chasing for sale by owners. Yes. When maybe they need just need to call their brother or their cousin or their grandmother or their uncle or their pastor from their church or something like that. These are, people have great connections uh, inside their databases. And I don't feel that they use them. So... Yeah. I think there's, it's very important to work their database, their quality referrals. Exactly. And one tip on, data, on a database, when you're hitting up a database, you're not necessarily hitting that particular person up to do business with them. It's to do business with people that they may know. Because Correct. that person you just sold a house to, they're not going to buy another house from you right now. Chances Absolutely. are, but they may know people that do need to buy it, do need to buy a house. I mean, we have so much retention internally with our clients because they bring other clients to us and referrals and referrals and referrals. And all of a sudden you start with this little, you know, seed like you were talking about earlier with the tree and it plants and it plants and it plants gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So all good stuff. So, all right, one last question for you. What are your long-term goals kind of with this? Do you like working as a team? Did you like better when you're a one-man operation and didn't have responsibility to management? Like what's your long-term goals? Where do you see yourself down the road as like, you know, your happy place, you know, with, you know, do, doing deals? Yeah, absolutely. So I love the managing of the people and or the growing of the business. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of realtors out there, but I treat my real estate business or real estate group as a business. So I track the profits and the losses. I, you know, to me, that's exciting and the growth potential. So, you know, to see the team grow and I say the lives of the individuals on my team that work for me, and to benefit their lives, that's what I, that's what excites me. So to see the four individuals or the five individuals now that work for me and to see how real estate changes their life and, you know, moving forward, uh, it's great. So uh, when it comes to goal setting, it's to continue to move forward, always work and grow up the ladder. Don't, you know, um, so, you know, my goals are extremely large. Um, 2016, my goal is to sell 50 million. Um, last year we did 18.3 million. Yeah, that's a, um, a big step you know, up. Yeah, it's a big step up. We closed 86 transactions last year. What's your average all, sale? What's uh, your average sales price is 250,000. And we've already closed about, I think, 88 transactions on the year. So we've, we've passed our number of units last year. 
Um, and we're on track, you know, to probably double or almost double our pace. So the business is growing. Um, and, and that's, that's the challenging part, you know? So, um, but that's the goal, you know, continue to grow. Uh, the sky's the limit in the real estate business. Uh, a mentor of mine told me a long time ago, he said, there is no floor in this business yet. There is no ceiling. So there is, there is, there is no ceiling to hold you back. And, you know, you can put as many hours as you like in and be as successful as you want. However you define success, everybody defines it differently. You that's, know? that's right. And one of the best feelings in the world is getting a referral from somebody, waking up in the morning and be like, hey, by the way, so-and-so told me to call you. I get, you know, I get that satisfaction in our lending company and other, mm -hmm. other business I'm in. I'm sure you get that satisfaction. There's nothing better than being at a space, a place financially and they don't have to, even if you're going to grind, because we're grinders, that's what we're going to do. We're going to continue Absolutely. to grind. But even if you don't want to, you wake up in the morning and it's like, hey, I got three new leads to follow up with. Um, you can't stop those leads from coming in. I remember going to a, a real estate seminar like 15 years ago when we started getting into real estate investing. My business partner Chris and I were there. One dude standing on stage with a, all these checks, tons and tons of checks, and he owned maybe 400 units. He was like, I'll tell you guys one thing. I can never stop these checks from coming in even if I wanted to. I have too, much, I have too many properties and I have too many guys that are paying me rent every month. And I was like, that's a good feeling to have. You can't even stop leads from coming in even if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. So... All good stuff. Obviously, really appreciate it. Just a quick re recap on RJ. RJ has been a real estate agent for about six years now. About three years ago, he decided to bring on an admin. And the reason he brought on an admin is because he needed additional help. He felt like he lost, lost out on some deals that even if he had gotten those deals, they would have paid for that admin for the whole year. He brought on a few agents. Right now, he's got four agents under them. He's really been growing, you know, really been uh, growing his real estate uh, agent company. Um, real estate team. Sorry, that's probably the better better way to do it. Uh, I can personally endorse RJ because I've worked with him on one or two transactions that he's listed and sold for us. So thank you on those. They were both in uh, Baltimore, Maryland area. Uh, so RJ's a, a great real estate agent. If you are in the Baltimore area, please reach out to RJ. And if you're not, and you just maybe want to, you know, have a like-minded advice with another real estate agent who's successful you know, maybe reach out to him as well. Maybe you can share ideas and things like that. So RJ, what's the best way that everyone can get in contact with you? So uh, via email is the best way to contact me. I can be reached at RJ at the, and then it's Breeden, which is my last name. It's B-R-E-E-D-E-N group.com. Uh, and that's the best way. And, and always just, you know, to, on a closing remark, thank you for the opportunity to speak with you today. And it's always great to just, you know, talk with like-minded people and level up. Uh, I do a lot of networking with agents across the country, uh, and they bring real value to myself and my team, and it works. So these guys I've never met, but I understand, and I follow their business, and uh, it, it just really it really works. And what you put into this business is what you're going to get out. Yeah. And that, that's what I would kind of just you know continue to you know as a as a single agent or as a group or a team, you know what you put in every day. Success is a small thing over a long period of time, and the key word over is over a long period of time. And that's my mindset. 100% agree. And what you do today pays off tomorrow. It doesn't pay off today. So the more you put in today, the more it's going to pay off Absolutely. tomorrow. Absolutely. Thanks, RJ. Yeah, no problem. Certainly Thank appreciate you. it.